Welcome to this week's weekend Premier League preview. A short and weak game because a cup, which might be magical, or might have lost its magic, or may just be a cup competition in a sport that really isn't that important. Nonetheless, the Sunday League podcast is here to discuss it all. Firstly, the man who could do with a morale boost, as his beloved Leicester are currently one of eight teams he thinks will be relegated. Adam, how are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank you. Not too bad at all. So, I've had my uh, garden done today. My uh, lawn trimmed, as they say. I need to probably do my own face as well at the same time because that's getting out of control. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. What's the drink of choice this evening, Adam? The black stuff, the rotation's in. So it's on the old Guinness. Very nice, very nice. A man with a stat or two, a potential squash superstar if it wasn't for the amber liquid. Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Scott. Uh, training's not gone too well this week, but uh, yeah, one at work, then uh, personally as well. It's, kids have been playing uh, football, so been busy. So not, not on the squash court this week. No, no. Colin, by any chance? You know me too well. <laughs> well, boys, for me... I'm dealing with a bit of a hangover from last night, but uh, I've got the trusty cold bronze out. So bank holiday here tomorrow. So, you know, be rude not to have a beer. Be rude not to have a beer. It's time for the usual first segment of our preview podcast. Boys, it's the 90-second review. Uh, let's be honest, after Dan's gone over the time limit twice and Adam put up a 47-second performance, you boys have challenged me to have a go. Yes, we are very much looking forward to being shown how it's done, Scott. So... Uh... Are you ready, Scott? Uh, I'm ready to give it a go. Let's put it that way. Hey, I'm the host. I don't normally do this, so this could go anyway. <laughs> well, that's what we like to hear. Yeah, I'll set my timer when he says his first word. Here goes. Okay, let's start with Chelsea v Real Madrid, where in the first half, Kante had a few chances, didn't he? Um, Lampard set his team up to give him a good chance, but, uh, well, Militao could have got a red card, but we'll never know what would have happened. Real Madrid put on a usually dominant Champions League performance and are in another semi-final. Everybody's underdog, Napoli. Well, they blew it and Oliver Giroud, after missing a penalty, made sure that AC Milan are the first team in a Milan derby in a semi-final. Erling Haaland's 48th goal of the season. Can he challenge Messi's record? Two crazy handballs decisions. Why was Tuchel annoyed in the 90th minute? Who knows? The game had gone. Manny came on for the man that he punched last week and all seemed okay. And Edin Dzeko appeared back from nowhere to set up a game of the world's oldest striker versus the world's sexiest striker in a semi-final, where in the quarter-final, don't get me wrong, Benfica made a game of it. Some stunning goals, but Inter are always going to get through that game. Just quickly, boys, I want to talk about how crazy the championship was. Andy Carroll sent off when he thought he'd scored. The cough keeper scoring in the 95th minute to get an equaliser. 5th to 11th covered by three points with three games to go. And 18th to 22nd are the same three points covering the bottom. And I'm stalling, I reckon, for about 10 seconds of time. So let's say that Plymouth are near the top. How did I do, boys? I've stopped it. Stopped you can it breathe now. I said, it. yeah, I stopped. I said Plymouth are near the top. Yeah. So, um, because like you say, you were stalling it. 
<laughs> Dan, Dan, how do you reckon he did? I thought it went on for a while. I thought, uh, yeah, it was getting into those uh, World Cup World Cup times, weren't it? Where probably going towards about hundred seconds. Really. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm nervous! Yeah. I'm nervous. Okay, so the time that you did it in Scott was one minute twenty six yeah. seconds. Oh, Four seconds that, off. Eighty-six <laughs> seconds. I'll take that. I will take that as a first go. And like you say, Dan, my job for the rest of the podcast is to breathe and slow down. I don't think I've spoke so fast ever. <laughs> Chelsea v Real Madrid in one semi-final, uh, and a Milan derby in the other. Um, it sets it up nicely, I suppose. I, I imagine it's not Chelsea Real Madrid. It's Man City Real Madrid, isn't it? Uh, Chelsea are in the quarterfinal. Man City v Real Madrid. That that's going to be a hell of a hell of a double leg, isn't it? Considering what they were the game last season as well, Dan. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, I think Man City have got some revenge to do. We say it every year, Man City going into the Champions League, and they look like the form team in Europe every time they go to the Champions League. But well, I'm hoping I'm right this time. But this does seem like Man City's year. It really does. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, like you say that. That Milan derby, I'm even just interested in just to see how it goes. Uh, Olivier Giroud v Edin Dzeko in 2023. Aris, who'd have thought it? Yeah, exactly. It. Now, I don't, I'm just wondering how to work it. You know, home leg, away leg. Do they both just get 37,500 each? This should or... just be a one-game tie. <laughs> <laughs> like, the... the... The, the one team get more fans than the other in one leg? Or I don't know how a San Siro works in a situation like this. They'll probably end up playing at like a at Juve Stadium or something just to keep it simple. Oh, yeah, that, that's what they'll do. They'll move it out of Milan where all the people live <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> the one thing I did wonder was I just couldn't imagine being an away fan in my home ground. Yeah. Uh, that is true. That must be a weird... Well, they must do it every year, mustn't they? But, yeah, it must be a strange experience. Yeah. And uh, we'll come on to it, but there's a nightmare scenario brewing where Forest stay up, Leicester go down and Cov come up. Um, but we'll leave that for later on. Um, we'll leave that for later on. Moving on to the Premier League preview. And as always, we'll start with the TV games and move on to our Premier League draft. Just a quick update on the predictions, boys. You, do, you definitely outshined me this week and ended up with identical records, both predicting five correct results, of which one was a correct score. And after my amazing week a few weeks ago, I crash-landed this week, only getting one correct result. This week, boys, we've got Friday Night Football. And after Arsenal have failed to win their last two games, they host Southampton. With Man City out of Premier League action this weekend, how big a game is this for Arsenal, Adam? Huge, massive. After slipping up twice in the last two games, if they slip up for a third time, as much as I want Arsenal to win the league, this will be league over if they lose this game. Because then again, Arsenal are now fighting for that Premier League title. So, huge game. Arsenal have to win this. Yeah. yeah. Dan, surely there's only one winner, Dan. Yeah, I've... I ran out of words to try and back Southampton now. I think they're a 
a team that is uh, going to be playing in the championship next year. So, yeah, there is the pressure on Arsenal. Uh, obviously, you start to think, are they even feeling comfortable if they go to free uh, up? But Southampton side without Che Adams in it, they're scoring goals and they're not... I see, I see Arsenal getting back to winning ways on this one. Yeah. Um, Adam, your favourite part of the podcast every week, relevant or pointless? And the first one's for you. In in games against teams in the bottom half this season, Arsenal have won all seven of their home games and scored 27 goals. Is that relevant or pointless? Um, that's Excuse me. <clears throat> Down the wrong vote there. <laughs> Uh, that is um, that is relevant. That um, I don't I don't see I don't see uh, Southampton scoring and reading that stat. I reckon that's going to be uh, a three 0 Arsenal win. Oh, there we go. Then we're into the predictions already. Three 0 to Arsenal for Adam Dan. What's the score? Yeah, three 0 We can't. Three 0 I won't allow it. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't match you. I'll go one bear. I'll go four 0 I-, I think Arsenal blow them away. Two in the first half, two in the second. Easy, easy win. And really, really sets that game up in midweek next week. So that, that should be fun. Saturday's yes. early game sees Adam's relegated Leeds travel to Fulham. Dan, we can't decide if Fulham are on the beach or are competitive. Do Leeds need to win this game? Uh, well, like you say, we've been discussing this uh, week on week. And I've, yeah, I agree. Uh, Fulham have been what I thought was on the beach. But if they're playing like they're on the beach, then we'll come on that beach. So, uh, yeah, I see I see him uh, turning leads over it, to be honest. Uh, they've played twice uh, already. He's in winning both. So, and yeah, Leeds, what, what's the record of the last two games? They've uh, conceded 11 and only scored two. So, albeit, it's, it's an ex. Exciting side to watch Leeds are attacking talent, but no, I'm more impressed with the front, the front four that started the last Fulham game, which was William, that Andreas Pereira, uh, Harry Wilson, and Dan James. Obviously, I thought they were going to struggle without Mitrovic, but tight front front four, and it's got pace in it, which will, I believe, will hurt Leeds come uh, weekend. So, yeah, I'm going for a Fulham win this weekend. Adam, do Leeds need to worry about a Harry Wilson masterclass? <laughs> uh, yeah, quite possibly. He's, he's, uh, he's, I, I don't, I don't think he starts enough for, uh, for Fulham. Um, he, he should really be their first name on the team sheet. Incredible <laughs> player. Um, you've just got to, you, you've got to put Fulham win. You've just got to ask by how many. Um, oh, I, I reckon that. I reckon Fulham are going to turn over Leeds. I don't. I don't think they're going to do anything impressive. I will say they will get one. Leeds will get one, and I think it, uh, the boy Jack Harrison. But yeah, for a, a Fulham win. I remember a stat from uh, Scott about Jack Harrison. Yeah. yeah. What was that stat, Dan? Do you remember? Uh, whenever Jack Harrison believe Leeds win. Yeah, exactly. So it's an interesting prediction you've made there, Adam. You're gonna you're gonna end Ooh. my stat. <laughs> Speaking of stats, Dan, relevant or pointless? Fulham are looking for three wins in a row against Leeds 
for the first time since the 1920s. I think that's relevant. Yeah, like I've said previously, I think this is a full of every well, not everyone, but definitely for Fulham were going to be on the beach. But this they're going till the end of the season. And yeah, they're playing well. So I don't see this lead side causing them too much problems. Yeah, I think Fulham will win. Uh, how many then, Dad? What's the, what's the score going to be? I'm going 3-1 here. 3-1. Uh, yep. And Adam, if, Jack uh, Harrison's getting one. How many are Fulham getting? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go <laughs> snap with Dan on that one. I had 3-1 had written down. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I've got 2-1. But I don't know which way to go. I can just see Leeds doing something. I don't know, I've just got 17. this... Like, I'm going to go 2-1 Leeds. I know I backed them to beat Liverpool last week and they lost a 6-1 or whatever it was. But I've just got this <laughs> feeling. Leeds, Leeds... 17, Leeds. 17 goals in four games, Scott. Yeah, 2-1 Leeds, Adam. You watch. Holy wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's scoring yeah. the two for Leeds? Don't say Jack Harrison double. Bamford. But, uh, Patrick Bamford. Who, who's the tricky winger? What's his name? He's, he's always Did good for Or some yeah, of them. Yeah, uh, no, the is it the Italian lad? I can't remember his name. Um uh, Sriracha yeah. or something. Yeah, well Good, I don't think it's the chili sauce. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's the chili sauce sriracha, but I can't remember his name. But <laughs> <laughs> he'll probably get a goal. I'll be well. Might be a spicy game. Hey, let's end it there. <laughs> the Sunday Snooze Fest might come crashing down this week as Newcastle hosts Spurs in a big clash for the for the top four. Adam, how do you see this going? Uh, this will be a close one. Uh, you never know what Spurs team's going to turn up. Um, and, and Newcastle needs to bounce back from hammering from um, Aston Villa last week, the 3-0 drubbing. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can't see much past a draw on this game. I, I think Spurs will end up doing something where they bottle it and they'll, they'll take an early lead and Newcastle will be behind to the game. So, um, yeah, draw draw written all over on this one. Dan, which, if a team loses this game, are they out of the top four race? Uh, in, answer, in answer to that question, if Spurs lose, they're out of yeah. this. Uh, if Newcastle lose, I don't think the wheels will have fallen off the bus a little and momentum swings in what the way of Spurs, your Brighton and your Aston Villa. But it's not game over, obviously, if Newcastle lose this, which they won't. This Spurs <laughs> team is... They're in a rut at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. At the weekend, what was it? Their fans were chanting Daniel Levy out. Obviously, things aren't going great, but... He's built them the best ground in possibly the UK. Uh, Kept a player that has wanted to leave for years. And yeah, they're they're struggling with the manager, but that I think that will get resolved in the summer. And hopefully, well, I like the fact that Tottenham are still trophyless, but uh, I'm sure them fans don't. But yeah, (laughs) this is must win for Spurs. What, they're three points behind Newcastle with playing a game more. So, uh, but I have seen that a stat where they've lost, uh, they've lost the game 
when they've gone in the lead in the last three, uh, three out of the last four times, if that makes sense. So they've yeah. gone in the lead. Yeah, so it's it. that's a worrying stat because that shows that, well, maybe heads don't need to drop if they go, uh, if Newcastle go behind this weekend. But yeah, I'm, I'm struggling to back Spurs. They're a bit of, they're in a turmoil at the moment. So here's one for you. This game a year ago was Steve Bruce's last game for Newcastle. Wow. Uh, a Spurs 3 wow. 2 win. How the times have changed. Well, I was going to say they're totally different, aren't they? Now, totally different. Yeah, unrecognizable. Yeah. Steve, well, to be fair, it's a bit like Villa, isn't it? It's a bit like Villa, where they've just turned it round and just got this momentum where oh, Newcastle ended up in a cup final and potentially Champions League football. With yeah a Gulf state to back them if they get there, it'll be interesting to see where their story ends. Adam, relevant or pointless? Newcastle have only lost one at home all season, having played fourteen games and won eight of them. Uh, relevant, I think they've had a, a, a very good defence all season. Uh, not not just away, uh, not just at home. I think they've had that away as well. Um, I, I think they've only lost four all season, so. That's very relevant to that, and maybe they've got such good defence at the minute. Um, I don't see them losing this one. I see them. I see a draw. Um, and I'm going to go. I'm going to go one-one in this. One-one. Dan, you sticking with a Newcastle win? Yeah, definitely. I think there'll be goals. I'm probably going three-one Newcastle again. Yeah, I think Spurs will do it, but there's too much for. I'm taking last week's a blip for the Geordies. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. I'm not going to go through one. I'll go 2 1 Newcastle. Um, but I do think, like you say, I think they'll bounce back from last week. You know, Spurs are in a place where oh, the season's gone, hasn't it? Like, I know they're still fighting for things, but you can't, you just can't trust them. You can't write that they're going to win. I know one of you guys put them on the banker last week, but uh, you just can't, <laughs> you can't trust them. I won't be doing that this week. <laughs> um, that's it for the TV boys. That's it with the TV. So if ever there was a week to pause or maybe cancel your Sky subscription, maybe this is the week because uh, they're, they're, they're games. You know, they're games. It's live football. You know, anything to keep yourselves busy. But we're off onto the draft. Um, we're off onto the draft. Dan, where are you going to take us first? I'm going to go... Uh, I, I don't remember what their new ground's called, but I'm going... Uh, the Brentford Villa game, it's I've looked at this and it's actually the most formed team in the league. The the minus the three that are in the relegation zones, Brentford have got the worst form. Oh, so wow. uh, to me, that tells me there's only one winner, really. You've got Ollie Watkins that's returning to where he came from, Brentford. Oh, I don't I don't think he's got too much holding back of his love for Brentford. I think, obviously, he appreciates where he was brought up. But, uh, yeah, I think I think he's going to put on another masterclass this week. That, uh, we spoke about it a lot, haven't we, of Unai Emery possibly being, well, Scott's manager of the season. But uh, <laughs> uh could go one step closer this weekend, I think, with another win. Mm. Well, pay homage to Exeter who brought up Holly Watkins. But uh, I get what you mean about Did him. Did he not come from Brentford? <laughs> Well, he played at Exeter and went to Brentford, but uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Sorry, Exeter like fans. 
he did get to he was developed a lot at Brentford, wasn't he? Um Adam, another villa win or Brentford at home, can they can they cut time there for Moran? Uh, yeah, like Dan said, he said last week that Brentford's form's not been very good. And I hadn't really noticed that that they have been letting it slide a bit. Um Villa's form is, is incredible. Um and I'd say inform side that are gonna beat Brentford in this game. Uh, is battle of the what Tony. It's see, Tony was Watkins' replacement, and I think he's done just as good as a job as Ollie Watkins did. Yeah. Um, I think he, I think Tony will end up going somewhere else if he doesn't get sent down. Yeah. Depending on, uh, I don't think it, I don't think he'll get it, sent down. Whatever happens, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he's going to be doing time yeah. for it. <laughs> <laughs> time, time in the local Brentford prison. So yeah, uh, it, it it'll be a 2-0 Villa win. I think they're um I think they're much better than Brentford at the minute in form. Um yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Anything there. Ollie Watkins and Ivan Tony are probably both battling out for that that play that's that other England strikers place, you know, behind Harry Kane, aren't they? You know, so both of them seem to be in and out of the England squad. Um, neither of them could really get much game time because, you know, well, Harry Kane never gets subbed off whether he's had one touch or 20 touches and done nothing in a game. But that's for another day. Dan, you're relevant or pointless. OK, and you said Aston Villa are going to win this, I think. Brentford have won yes. all of their home matches against Villa since the turn of the millennium. Ooh, insert Robbie Williams are here. Pointless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've got to stick with my prediction here, Scott. Uh, I think Unai Emery's going to do this again this week. Yeah, you're looking at this team and what Brentford haven't won in at least the last five. And you've got a Villa team that's flying on confidence. Even Tyro Mings is playing well. And that uh, that says a lot. So, uh, yeah. But to, for me as well, you've got... He's, he's carried on his form from World Cup, hasn't he, the... Uh, keep the keeper, which I was very surprised. Oh, I'd be yeah. surprised if he was. St- yeah, I have a lot of love for him. I, I love a character in football, but his antiques at the World Cup were second level. His antiques. antiques. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's normally Adam Antique. with the, with the grammar. He's been, he's been on the on Antique. road show, David Dickinson. <laughs> 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 yes. That's all, well, the, the Golden Glove is now an antique, surely. Uh, I suppose, yeah. That's it. He's going to auction it off. I think he did, didn't he? Or was it his gloves that he auctioned off, to be fair to him? But, uh, what's the score going to be, Dan? <laughs> oh, uh, <coughs> Lord, I've, got, I've got to go the same as Harris again. 2 0. Oh, Bill. Uh, I'm going to hey, go for a 2 2 draw. 2 2 draw. I think Villa uh, it's a hard place to go. If you took Adam's pill from last week. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, you know, it's still not an easy place to go. And Villa, like Brent, Brentford scored goals, don't they? They've got Ivan Tony, never misses a pen other than the last time he missed a pen. Um, you know, Villa will make it an entertaining game. Brentford don't care. You know, they want to win the game, but it doesn't matter if they lose. So they'll make it entertaining. And yeah, I can see a draw there. I'm confident in that one. Adam, where are you taking us next? Uh, Anfield. Let's go to um, Liverpool versus Forest. 
Um, I don't, I don't suppose. Well, Liverpool, Liverpool's form at the minute has has been quite good. They've, they've finally started uh, at the netters. Uh, one six, one drew, two two in the last two games. So at least they're they're back scoring. And Jota's starting as well. Getting a brace. The uh, I've got a stat for you in the game. Well, enjoy, enjoy this one. Excited. <clears throat> Jota returned to the Premier League um, score sheet after 372 days drought. He's got nothing I mean, on Diego No, definitely not. Um, continuing his record of never lost when scoring for Liverpool. 125 oh, drew four. Was that 370 odd days because he was injured? Yeah, he'd had a hard time yeah, with probably. a broken leg pack getting a goal, weren't he? <laughs> He should have done something a bit more about that, shouldn't he? <laughs> Sorry, what was I'm the assuming, question? I'm assuming, Adam, that uh, with your predictions of you know every team going down, and you know you've made your views quite clear on Forest, that you've got Liverpool absolutely hammering uh, Forest. Yeah, four 0 <laughs> Oh, so they they're, they're not quite as good as Man United. No, come on, you Reds. Oh, which one though? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, do you give Forrest any chance? No, not not away from home. Probably, maybe at the the Forest at the City Ground, but uh, yeah, not not now. Fancy Liverpool, like Harris mentioned, with Jota back, they just look a bit more comfortable going forward. And I don't don't really understand it too much, but it seems to have worked so far. But he brought Trent into the midfield, hasn't he? So. Uh, yeah, we'll keep playing him centre mid and he's doing the job at the moment. So, yeah, I I think this could be a bit of a routine win for Liverpool. Uh, yeah, um, yeah uh, it's going to be routine, I imagine. Um, well, Forrest beat Liverpool at their place, didn't they? So, you know, you, you never know. You never know. I think they beat, I think they beat them 1-0. Yeah. Um, Adam, your stat relevant or pointless? Steve Cooper has only celebrated league wins this season when Forest have kept a clean sheet. Pointless. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up pointless. pointless. Right, well, we won't mess about then. Dan, what's the score? Uh, I'm going 3-0 three, three Forest. 3-0 uh, Liverpool. 3-0 Forest? Yeah. <laughs> no, 3-0 Liverpool. Oh, wow. Oh, I got really excited for a second there. One each for the front three. Uh, I like it. Um, I'm going to go three-one just on the grounds I can never trust Liverpool to keep a clean sheet. Um, they always look like they will let yeah, one goal in, so I'll go three-one. I'll go three-one. Dan, where are you taking us next? Well, I don't feel like I should be taking us to this one, Scott, but uh, as a Leicester fan and a big Diego Costa fan, I'm a bit. Uh, I'm there. Oh, I'm on uh, two sides of the two sides of it here, really, Scott. Uh, oh, I don't want to use the wrong word again. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, I, f- I fancy Leicester's chances here. I really do. Maybe that's my heart. Se- my heart seen it over my head, but uh, uh, no, I think you for Leicester fans anyway. Yourself and you guys, but if it doesn't start this week. Then 
I don't think it's starting before the down, to be honest. Uh, you've got you've got to take uh, the second half of the Man City game as a bit of a... Well, they didn't do too bad, really. What? The Leicester fans, we won it 1-0. Fair play. We beat Man City 1-0 in 45 minutes. That's probably the best positive we can take from the game. But... <laughs> Our... Dean Smith always knew our season started at, at Wolves this weekend. So, uh, okay. yeah, the the fans are going to be in full throttle this weekend, I believe. And, and but you got a you got us a, a difficult side in Wolves, but I fancy our cha- Leicester's chances to do it this weekend. I really do. I've seen uh the Harvey Barnes injured, which is a massive uh blow for Leicester, but. He's not done anything all season. <laughs> well, none of them are. I think that's... Yeah, true. But, no, I... yeah, my heart's saying let's have to do something this weekend. And I, I think from, uh, the, from the second half against Man City, they will do it. Yeah, I love Diego Costa. I'm not backing him this weekend. Oh, OK. Dan, I've got a stat for you regarding uh, yeah. Diego Costa. Whenever he's scored, he hasn't lost in 21 appearances. Winning 17, drawing four. Relevant. <laughs> That's Scott's job. <laughs> he's not going to score. That glass of young cheese going to have him in his back pocket. Yeah, well, <laughs> and, that, and that's if so, she's going to be, be playing. Because obviously, the, uh, from that little message Scott part in the last podcast, if you didn't hear it, Tune into that last one. Um, and we don't know if he's going to be starting, but Evans could be back. Hopefully he is. I'd like to be back because he's our every time he was in defence before you it was a it was a solid option. I don't uh, I haven't got much hope for this. I'm on the fence whether I'm even gonna to go to the game. Um the the sausage rolls haven't been the same quite dry. <laughs> <laughs> but I I I don't see the team winning. I don't. I think it's going to be a, it's either going to be a boring nil nil or or one one. But yeah, we'll see. Um, in the pod from earlier in the week, you predicted the bottom three of Southampton, Leeds, and yeah. So interestingly, in our poll, two teams split the vote. Which one do you think it wasn't? Wolves. Oh, yeah. no, no. They were one of the options, weren't they? Edison. Leicester. No. Oh, God. God, Scott, sorry, go again. Go again with that question. So you relegated three teams. Do you remember who they were? Yeah. Southampton, Forest, Leeds. Leeds. There we go. Right. So I said to I said to our followers, which which one of these has got the best chance of surviving? Two of them got the same score. One of them got zero votes. Which one do you think that was? Uh, Leeds. No, Southampton. Obviously, no one thinks Southampton are staying up. Yeah, yeah. I think they're. Done. I think. What are they? Four points off safety, aren't they? Already. Yeah. Dan, save us. Yeah. Save us. Relevant or pointless, Dan? Wolves have never scored a Premier League goal at the King Power. Relevant. 
rather than I'm 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 staying strong here. Yeah, and uh, we'll probably speak again next week, but uh, on our next podcast. But no, I've got to go with my heart here, Scott, and and I do believe it's my head as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. Last week, you you're talking about a different kind of fish against. Sounds like doubt to me. So you got a side that's got Erling Haaland in the side, and again, Diego Costa that I knew was. Yeah, but I knew he'd score at the weekend in his top six. That he's not going <laughs> to score this weekend. So, yeah. what's the score going to be then, Dan? Yeah, going to be a two 0 Leicester win. Oh, Adam. Uh, I'm gonna go one one. I, I, I just I don't I, don't, I wanna say win, but I'm gonna go with Dan because if it doesn't start doesn't start Saturday, uh, for me that's probably it's never gonna start. So two nil, all on the line, Leicester two nil win. And that's totally with my heart. So, Adam, yes, where are we so going be- next? Tell you what, Scott, it's a good job that you've not got your season ticket this year because you'd be <laughs> walking on that pitch and throwing it into <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going next, Adam? Let's go to is it Selhurst Park? Crystal yep. Palace. Um Palace have a changed team now, aren't they? Since Royce took over. And I don't I don't see them slow down now. I think they've got I think they've got their aim to stay up. They're they're the better team out of the uh, bottom uh, bottom eight. Uh, won the last three games. Uh, I don't. I don't see him slipping, and a, a win will take him. A bit. Uh, I think even on goal difference, they'll go above Chelsea. Wow. So that would also. And then at the end of that table, and you kind of think, oh, Palace have had a good season. Yeah, finishing yeah. with Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, I assume similar for you. Palace win. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a different. It's a different story. A couple. Uh, uh, so ago, isn't it? I think you'd have probably been back in uh, everything to do something with the Dyche just taking over. I don't agree with Adam on the terms of that they'll be above Chelsea at the weekend. Bear in mind they've got a win over 6 0, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, no, I think Palace will do it. Obviously, they've got the Roy effect, maybe that ends this week, but I don't see it happening to be honest. I think Everton. Are really in a rut at the moment, so yeah, and especially with what is it the front three or four that Palace have got? I, I do enjoy watching the young lads at Palace. You, you need a, a 6 0 win, Adam, for your prediction for him to be above Chelsea at the weekend. Uh, relevant or pointless, since Roy took charge, Palace have scored nine goals, that's the same total as the previous 14 games before that. Wow. Wow, very relevant. Um, so that's three goals a game for Roy. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, this is very relevant, and I'm going to go six nil Palace win. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm only, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, I see Everton scoring in this three uh, one Palace. Dad, yeah, I'll go a bit tighter. I think, yeah. Everton do have some for it, but yeah, 2-1 for Palace to me. I'm going to go 1-1, boys. I see Sean Dyche setting them up to really be defensive, trying to just hold Palace to something. Palace 
Look, they've been on a good bit of form, but you know, that as that stat says, they've been goal shy before. You know, Roy's got them out of trouble. Do they start to just tail off a little bit? And Everton need a, at least a point. So I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Dan, I think that means we've got one game left. Where are we going? Um, I'm glad this one got left to me, actually, Scott. Manager of the season, uh, Gary O'Neill. <laughs> the uh, West Ham's... Uh, West Ham playing away midweek. Their focus is elsewhere this week, definitely. I've seen an interview with David Moyes and they've definitely got their sights more set on uh, silverware in that Europa Conference League. Then they have this Bournemouth game at the moment. So, with that in mind, I think oh, Gary O'Neill's army is going to go marching on again this week. And I think... Adam, what, how do you see the game going? Uh, it's <clears throat> a close one, this. Obviously, Bournemouth's form is really good. West Ham are going to be on a harmony 2-2 draw with Arsenal. Um, but it all depends on how this game goes tonight against... Uh, because it's... a uh, it's it's currently one one. They've 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 got to they've got to win to get through. And if one one was a hard game away from home, again might turn up here and give West Ham a, a, a difficult challenge. So it could tire the boys out. But I don't I don't I don't really see much past getting uh, West Ham. I, I think West Ham are winning on this one. Uh, uh. Dan, your stat uh, relevant or pointless in April. Bournemouth have won three games so far. That's as many as they've won in November, December, January, February and March combined. Wow. Gary O'Neill's army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, don't know which way to say it, but whatever the outcome, you, you decide it's, I, I'm taking it as a Bournemouth win this weekend. Uh, what, what's the score going to be then, Dan? I'm going uh, 2-1 Bournemouth. Adam? I'm going to go a, a tight 1-0 win for West Ham. Um, oh, OK. Yeah, tight game. Oh, I'm going to join. I'm going to join Dan. I'm going to go for a 2-1 a win for Bournemouth. I, I think they'll win. They'll, they'll be safe after that, won't they? So the, the fans will be yeah. right up for it. And... Uh, yeah, Dan said, I think in our very first podcast, no one wants to go to Bournemouth. It's not a nice place. So, you know, West Ham won't want to go there either. OK, boys, that's the Premier League preview wrapped up. This weekend also sees the FA Cup semi-finals taking place at Wembley, which I think we can all agree is rubbish. Now I would do anything to see them back taking place at Villa Park at Al. Saturday sees Man City take on Sheffield United, while Sunday sees whilst Brian's take on Manchester United. So very quickly, boys, give me the final and the total number of goals in normal time in both games combined. Adam, what's the final? Uh, I'm going to say four, four goals in all the games. Four goals. Is going to be, um... Okay. I, I did say, what's the final? What's the what's the final going to be? And you gave me a number of goals, but yeah, we'll have to we'll ask for both. So <laughs> four, four right, goals. Mate, sorry, it'll be, it'll be Man City Man U final. Um, yeah. 
the first. The- Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, Man U will beat Brighton, um, yeah. and Man City would definitely beat. Are they playing Sheffield United? Sheffield United, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Man, Man, Man City will put a youth team out and still win that. So four goals total, you reckon? Yeah. Dan, what's um, the final going to be? Yeah, I have to agree with him. Okay, so sometimes I think it's a bit clueless, but uh, yeah, this this the final. I think he's got the two right teams. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll mix it up then. I'll be the one that mixes it up. I'll go uh, Man City versus Brighton. Why not? Uh, they deserve they deserve a final for the season they're having. So I'll go Man City Brighton. Dan, how many goals? A few totals. <laughs> how many goals in total over the two games, Dan? I, I I hadn't thought about it in too, too much depth, but I'd gone uh, eight goals, and then I'd yeah. realised after after uh, the midweek game, I probably do agree with Adam and Man City will put out a a lesser side this weekend, probably free up the Harlands and the De Bruyne's this week. I see uh, Foden's coming back into fitness, isn't he? So he'll probably get a start, and so will Alvarez. But uh, yeah. yeah I, yeah, gone for only a 4-1 win, to be honest. So, you sticking with your eight? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, well, I'll go one less. I'll go seven. Yeah, I, I don't Man City can put a weak inside out, but like I said, it's still Alvarez, you know, Gundogan, whichever players they pick. Um, they've got a good old side. And Man United, uh, Brian, Brian will beat them 2-1. There we go. So, uh, seven goals in total. Um, yeah, seven goals. And... Uh, and a, and a deserved final for, for Brighton. Boys, it's time for the Sunday League podcast, Tony Treble. In honour of my uncle Tony for legal purposes. Last week we were useless. None of us managed to hit our banker. So we are really under pressure this week. Who's your banker of the weekend, Adam? My banker of the weekend is Bristol Rovers. So they are currently uh, playing... Well, they're going to be they're going to be playing a struggling Port Vale side who need wins to stay in the league. Uh, they've just sat the manager, and they've not won in eight games now. Uh, I think, um, the, and their disciplinary record in the last three games, sorry, last yes, last three games, three red cards. So uh, it's it's not been great for them at the minute, and they it's terrible when to look at it because they had a great start of the season after coming up from League Two. So Bristol Rovers to beat Port Vale. Oh, okay. Dan, where are we going for your banker? Uh, well, I've still with the Premier League and we're going to start the bet early this week, I believe, Scott. So, uh, I've gone Arsenal. I feel oh. like we've had to try... We've got to try and get our listeners back on board because I don't believe they're looking at our bets with our records. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> you've done the, you've uh, done the Friday night game. Well, I, I feel like you're just a bit of a... a a bit of Port Vale fan at the moment. Oh, we've had uh, a few men sent off in the last couple of games and uh, now back against us. I, I feel like you're going to be back in the Port Vale to win real money and telling all the listeners not. We're all Vale, aren't we? <laughs> so, yeah, Scott, I'm oh, going uh, Arsenal to win. Yeah, Arsenal is. I- I'm going to go the best way to bet, heart overhead and Chuck Leicester in there. Yeah, it's, oh, uh, <laughs> um, 
Well no. done, Scott. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch it drinking. You know, and I'm gonna support it, I'm gonna may as well put my money on it as well. Why not? Uh, so so we'll get it out. Bristol Rovers, Arsenal, Leicester. Obviously, it starts on Friday, so we'll have to get it out soon, boys. We'll get it up on the Twitter page at TSL Podcast 4. So make sure you're following along. And and let's be honest, probably bet on the other teams with our record. You know, you'll be better off betting against also, Scott. Uh, just for our listeners, bet responsibly. Only bet what you can afford. Yeah, thanks, Dan. <laughs> huh? Okay, on Monday's bod, boys, I set you this week's mystery footballer. Here's a reminder. A striker who finished in 2002 with a goal-scoring record of 1-2 for Charlton, but played most of his career in Yorkshire and the surrounding area. The nephew of a former West Indies wicketkeeper, he scored a hat-trick against his hometown team in the Division 1 playoff final. Adam, you didn't have any thoughts earlier in the week? Have you had any more ideas? No, def- de- de- definitely not, Scott. Uh, I, I, d- I don't know where you get this information from. You know, I was 10 at this time. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know who the bloke is, but I don't know who, he's, who the former West Indian wicketkeeper is either. I don't even like cricket, right? I've only just started getting into 2020. And you're throwing these sort of questions at me. <laughs> Dan, can you help him? Well, uh, I posted this out on our Facebook page as well, Scott, and I've had a few responses. Oh, okay. Okay. So, test them. I've never, I, to be honest, I've never heard of the chap, so I don't know whether they're trying to wind me up or not. <laughs> They've gone with a Go Clive Men- Mendonca. It is Clive Mendonca, and shout out to CFC Facts and Stats on Twitter as well. I also got it for that, please, because they had a, a slight knowledge advantage. Who was it on Facebook, Dan, that gave you Clive Mendonca? It was uh, Chris Nicola and uh, uh, Nick. Oh, well done. And well done way, boys, to those three. Yeah, well done. But boys, go and watch the Charlton Sunderland playoff final where he scores a hat trick. If you don't know that game, that's a game well worth watching. It'll be on Sky on a Sunday morning at one point. You know, one of those classic games they always show. It's worth watching at some point. Fantastic striker he was. Early Prem. Oh, what a man. Okay, boys, what have we learned this week? We have learned that, oh, we have learned. The closest to the 90 seconds is 86 seconds, I reckon. Oh, what a, what a moment of glory that was. We've learned that uh, Arsenal are probably going to get back, back on track. We've learned that there's some funny old antiques up in Aston Villa with the keeper. Uh, he's, he's shining his antiques with David Dickinson. We've learned that, you know, it's win or bust for Leicester. We've learned that the podcasts are really struggling with their banker, so you're probably better off betting the other way. We've learned that Adam really doesn't know cricket and he's just started to watch the T20 and he doesn't know his West Indian wicket keepers. <laughs> Boys, it's been a fantastic pod, I reckon. Um, we're getting lots of love at the moment, which is nice to see. Like I say, follow us on Twitter at TSL Podcast 4. Find us on Facebook. If you listen into the podcast, make sure you share it. Make sure you like it. Make sure you leave a five-star review. That's super important for us. That's really important. That gets us flying up the charts a bit. So give us a five-star review. If you leave a comment, as long as they're not too harsh, maybe we'll read them out, boys. It's been good to speak to you both. Have a good weekend. Cheers, both. Yeah, have a good weekend. <laughs>